like when chuggy became a thing i hate that word i just literally refused to acknowledge it i i heard it once and i was like that's really dumb like i just refused to make that a part of my vocabulary it's stupid <laughs> i think it was one of the first words that i had to like look up to know what it meant it reminds me of that dog food chow what is it called pot i don't even know but do you know what i'm talking about yeah that's what i thought of every time and i was like i'm not gonna say it yeah chuggy became chuggy so quickly Mm. it became what it is she did that (laughs) she did that (laughs) well i was like what a dumb sounding word r.i.p nobody wanted you here i want to know who who did make that word or like tried to make it a thing yeah okay prindle (laughs) <laughs> or is it frindle that book frindle about the pen oh i love that it's fine <laughs> it was fun and then they like our school made us do like make up your own word and that was a lot of it's hard it was a lot of pressure i was yeah. like what i can't make up something like frindle the kid literally had a year <laughs> like what do you mean you're really putting me on the spot here barbara like i only get 45 minutes to be a star <laughs> I cannot work under those conditions. That was very hard. Yeah. Oh my god. It's hard to come up with a. You know word what else I had to do? Not make it sound chewy. You want to know what else I had to do? I'm sorry. Yes, I did what? see your plug there. Um, but I just got myself heated because did you ever read this book in school about some fucking like insect or rodent that like lives in a box and like makes a house? Oh man, I thought okay. when you said insect, I was like, oh, did I did I read her mind? Not this time. No. It like lived in New York and it like lived in this like cardboard box of like Wait, this sounds familiar. Do you know what I'm talking about? So But it makes me think of Stuart Little, but it's I know not you're Stuart not talking Little. about Stuart Little. No. Wait, wait, wait. No. Not Flowers for Algernon, right? Or Algernon what is his name? <laughs> that doesn't That's sound a sad book. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. All I know is that I had to we had to make our own version of like a house for the thing to live in. Like that was the assignment. It's like what do you think the house would look like? This is like fifth grade. This feels like a fifth grade project. No, it was fourth grade. And I was, I was so, so you were wrong. So anyway, I was so stressed because I like it was like really hard. And like, of course, the like not crazy people were like they just brought in like a box mm-hmm. and they were like that's the house but i'm over here like so it's gotta have three bedrooms like this like i have a, like a skylight sounds nice um and i'm like because it can't just be that i was like no. that's what they're expecting right and i'm like i'm literally about to be like move that bus like <laughs> that kind of shit yeah little abby would never she was she's not gonna show up with a shoebox and be like here it is yeah no obviously there was an in-ground pool <laughs> so oh did you do american girl doll books the american um, girl books gosh brie this is just no <laughs> do you want to know why because they weren't good stories <laughs> no that i don't know much about but um I mean, kind of... Because you actually read. (laughs) No, stop. Come on, don't shit on yourself. No, it's just the fact that I didn't really fuck with dolls because of Chucky. Ah, okay. So that's just why. It wasn't anything like that. It was just like, you know, I... Chucky was my first doll that I ever, like, learned about. Because I had a different childhood than, obviously, most of you. (laughs) 
Um, you had a brother. Right. It's, just, it's all girls in my family. Exactly. So, like, my first intro was to Chucky, and I was like, oh, ew, ew. I was like, I don't, I don't think so. So, when I got invited to, like, an American Girl doll party, I was like, so we're going to die? <laughs> We're partying with no, them? No, one of the moms asked me. No, literally, my mom. one of the moms asked me, and she's like, where's your doll? And I was like, oh, my God, Mrs. Griffith, don't be stupid. Dolls, I value my life. I, you think I'm going to get my nails done next to the doll? I say in quotes. Come on. I did not have an American Girl doll. But I feel like I associate. So I feel like girls in the 90s with the american girl books it was to like you associated a lot of your personality with like one of the girls i think mine was kit but i also i don't remember kit kidred mm-hmm. oh my god i watched that movie yeah so you know she's a bad bitch <laughs> i liked her haircut <laughs> <laughs> no she kicked ass in that film and it, it, <laughs> i actually don't think i ever saw the movie i didn't see any of the american girl doll movies Is i actually more used to that? watch it i mean i don't know much about that i only saw the one okay um again i really did like it though <laughs> i watched it a lot i remember the berenstein bears was another big one for me specifically the sleepy hollow one with the headless horseman i always loved it even though it freaked me out a little bit I don't like the whole decapitation thing. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely scary. I just was like, I just kind of accepted it. <laughs> Sorry. You're like Chucky. You're like, that's the stuff that you're worried about. And I'm very like timidly just like oh, reading a book. Bears. Oh no. Bears. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> scary. And like hocus pocus. Like that's my shit. <laughs> Like, don't turn the light off mom <laughs> i'm so sorry wait will you crack the door open a little and <laughs> leave the hall light on brie what did i tell you about reading it before bed <laughs> if it's gonna scare you and give you nightmares you can't check it out why is that something we did so much as kids where it's like you're like no but like don't turn the light off and they're like why do you do this it scares you but don't i love it it's the only thing i have you're literally crying because you're scared right now oh yeah i know but don't take it away oh my god i know it's terrible one time glutton for punishment no oh gosh yeah too much to unpack (laughs) (laughs) at least for us we did that before this (laughs) this is now for the roomies (laughs) speaking of hey guys (laughs) how the hell are you welcome home (laughs) thanks for coming welcome back (laughs) (laughs) we always give you something huh It's never just like, uh, you know, how was your day? It was good. It's always like, hi, how are you? I'm a glutton for punishment. What um, trauma are you working through today? I still don't fuck with dolls. Why can't I get off Chucky? <laughs> Something to talk about. Oh, God. It can never just be normal, huh? But that's what you get with us. You get what you pay for. You get what you subscribe to. In case you're new here, I'm Bree. I'm Abby. And we are your rent-free roommates. You love us. Welcome. <laughs> we are so happy to have you back. Happy to be alive <laughs> and not sick and in bed forever. Mm-hmm. And super excited to talk to you guys again. But if you have written to us before or if you haven't and you want to and you want to hear your story on the podcast, email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. The girls that get it, get it. 
and it can be anything. Nothing is going too far for us. No, not <laughs> at all. Should know that by now. Literally <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> Don't know what that is at all. Bree and I actually had a therapy session before this yeah. so that we could be here for you. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so email us anything you want. We want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us. We're really funny on all our social media platforms. <laughs> We've been having fun. It's been good, mm-hmm. especially last episodes, social media. <laughs> and if you don't know, follow us, yeah. Rent Free Roomies. Go take a look. That's out. on Twitter. <laughs> yes, Rent Free Roomies on Twitter, Rent Free Roommates everywhere else. And that is R-E-N-T-F-R-E-E-R-O-O-M-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Look at that. Take Bitch. A cheer. <laughs> it was. That was really good. You're getting really Thank good. You. You're getting really good at that. I feel like it's more fun that way. It really is. And it gets me kind of hyped every time you do it. Like, I feel like I can't just sit still. I'm like, I got to let her know she's doing good. Oh, my God. I really. It would take so long. We would be here for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> but um, also, you know, we love a good review or a rate. Do. And we love to see those numbers grow. Come on. Yeah. We're hungry for more. Subscribe. Come on, guys. <laughs> Please. <laughs> With great entertainment like that, how could you not want to come back? <laughs> yeah, we can do more. <laughs> Mom, Mom. <laughs> We've got choreography, too. We only know this song. <laughs> Just this one song. And I don't know any songs, to be <laughs> honest with you. I just know words and songs. We were just saying the other day, we're going to make a Ab- Abby's Bop. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> there's no full song. And I don't know what it'll look like. On a single track. No song is getting finished. And they're all going to end with her just saying, well. <laughs> until I, yeah, until I'm done. Until I'm... That's it. <laughs> That's all I know. She constantly does that. And like 60% of the words are not right. Never. Yeah. She's like a mom. Or and sometimes. <laughs> Just like very close, but not quite. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yes, back to that, you guys. Come on. You want this. You live for this. Yeah. You would love to hear Abby's version of any song. <laughs> it's not going to be very long. It, it won't take up much yeah, of your it's time. It's not going to take up a lot of your time. And I bet your ass you're going to laugh. <laughs> and you will never hear the song the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I've ruined a lot of songs for Brie. <laughs> or remixed. Depends on how you want to look at it. But I mean, <laughs> let me know what you guys want to hear. Leave a comment. <laughs> Follow us. If you follow us, I might do a song. <laughs> Just for you. Just for you. So <laughs> I'm not telling who, though. That's quite a deal. Mm-hmm. I would take her up on it. <laughs> You'd be a fool to miss out on that business opportunity. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Sharks, I'm here today to tell you our next business. Where's venture. the product? <laughs> Bree moves to the side. Right here. <laughs> Ma, ma, ma. How do you like it? How do you like it? That's all. So, I'm done. Let me just leave. How much would you like to invest? Money, please. Money, please. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> we really got away. <laughs> Let that one get away from us. <laughs> Sorry. But um, <laughs> we love you guys and we just need you to love us back. Yeah. But most importantly, we're really excited and love the stories that we're going to be talking about today. I think they're really important for different reasons yeah. and are just really great conversations to have. And I will stop gatekeeping. Let's have them. <laughs> Let's yeah, get we'll into give, it. <laughs> give me what you want. <laughs> god what is her name because she was like always at a 10 and i feel like that's probably my spirit animal (laughs) she's one of those people that's like in everything like she will just pop up out of nowhere and you're like oh my god it's the girl from lots of powers i feel bad that that's all i ever know sick of realizing (laughs) what that all of my spirit animals in movies are like really crazy You made those decisions. <laughs> it's just like, just like, because my other spirit animal is Rosie O'Donnell in League of oh Their Own. Yes. And I'm just like, that is one of my favorite Rosie moments in that movie. Though. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, oh no. I'm like, that's what it's like, huh? That's what it's like to play games with me. <laughs> just have a lot of emotion i do you're very into it it's just because you care mm-hmm. yes <laughs> i used to get told to like tone it down a little bit in sports as a kid ew fuck that i know you wouldn't be told that if you were a boy period <laughs> thank you anyway <laughs> way to humble it you're forgiven <laughs> Thank for you. just trying to say I wasn't creative. Um, <laughs> she's just trying to say face, y'all. She's doing no, PR. Y'all. She's on her PR tour. <laughs> her comeback tour. <laughs> I have my YouTube apology ready. And oh, my God. Yes. Dance for me. <laughs> Tell me you're sorry. Tell me that. <sighs> I have so much mascara running down my face. <sighs> kind of on topic. <laughs> it's always a good start. Yeah. I'm emotionally starved and I cried like a baby when a random person called me gorgeous. <laughs> I love that title. <laughs> I can relate so hard. Yeah. <laughs> some context. I was moving houses and agreed to drop off some extra things free of charge to someone who needed them. We messaged on Marketplace. After leaving their house, they sent me a text saying how they appreciated my help and thought I was gorgeous. I sat in my car just looking at the message for what felt like five minutes until I started shaking and just crying like a child. The worst part is I feel like I can't talk to my partner about this for a few reasons, which I won't get into. What I want to say here is that please look after yourselves and spread some kindness. That one message helped me in a way that that person sending it couldn't imagine. I loved this for that last that last part like one I can relate to it like just just this simple little message like affecting you way more than anyone would ever assume it would or even that you would assume it would yourself but also 
that is huge to me because I, f- I try to live by that a lot of when you're thinking of somebody or when you notice something positive, let it be known. Like, just don't be afraid to give people compliments because it always, I think it always just makes somebody's day. Like when I'm like going through a drive through I've like complimented the person's like hair, glasses, nails, anything. And I feel like it just always makes that person's day. Like I can like notice the difference in them and they're like, oh, thanks. Like just little things like that. But then also literally anytime I have somebody who I haven't talked to in a really long time, I feel like some people get too self-conscious and they don't want to reach out to somebody because it's been so long. And maybe like, it's not like you were the closest of friends. So you're like, I don't know, is that weird? But I feel like if you're thinking of that person, there's a reason for it. So just even if you're just saying that, like, hey, I was thinking of you. Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to stop by and say hey. Because I think it can mean a lot to people just that knowing that somebody else was thinking about them. Oh, yeah. I love doing that to people, actually. I'm a firm believer of if you're thinking it, say it. Just because I feel like there's so much negativity and like especially on social media too you just like you see so many people just want to tear down people for no reason so I think it's especially important that when you do want to pay somebody that kind of compliment not in a creepy way right um, (laughs) when you do want to pay somebody a compliment or just like let something be known that you saw of them or just want to appreciate something they did let them know it means the world and I love reaching out to people too and just And sometimes it's not the best circumstances. Sometimes it's like I know they're going through something difficult or I know that like the like, you know, it's been a hard couple months for them. So, I mean, like I'll reach out and just be like, you know, I'm really thinking of you and just like commend them on their strength and their ability to get through these hard times, too, because I think those are also important times Mm -hmm. to let people know or just like remind them of how strong they are, because I feel like it's especially hard to see it in those circumstances. But it most of all, it's just really important to let people know and I wish it was like pushed more but I I think newer generations honestly I've seen it a lot more with teachers where they just have like more tactics to make children express themselves in those ways more Mm -hmm. or interact with people and really pay them those compliments so I hopefully it gets normalized a bit more but I'm really happy that you know this person got to experience that though I know and don't be like down on yourself or don't feel weird that it made you emotional like give into the emotion honestly let it out because obviously there was something that needed to be let out and it sounds like this interaction made you realize something or even if you've already known that um uh, me being me and love loving talking through stuff with everybody of course I do want to get into it <laughs> but we're not gonna force that on you and be like so what did you not say let's talk about it <laughs> yeah even though I want to be there for you in that way <laughs> but I do hope that letting this emotion out I hope you have somebody that you are willing to talk through whatever it is that that kind of stirred up yeah. for you with somebody because you should talk about it. You know, don't don't keep it bottled up because that's when emotions like this find their way out. And this one was, I think, a cathartic emotion that you were letting out. Yeah, it's really interesting to me, the kind of emotional response it brought out of you. Mm-hmm. I'm, and it, it, to Bree's point, it makes me want to know more of just like 
what transpired there? What, what brought you to tears? Right. Cause it, I mean, and it, it, and it was a positive thing. Mm -hmm. So even if it's some is, is, I don't want to say simple because it's like, that is a big thing. If you just don't hear that a lot or hear it enough, that's enough to, you know, make any, anybody emotional. I, I agree. And I think it just goes to show that what we're so hard on ourselves about and oh, what yeah. we fail to see, mm -hmm. people can see so many positives in you, despite what you may think you actually look like or what you're reflecting to the outside world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. And I mean, maybe that's what stirred up the emotion there. But I mean, if you don't want to go exploring that right away, you certainly don't have to. But I do think it's really interesting, like, why it brought you to that. I think that's an, an interesting emotion. I don't think you're wrong by any means. No. But I think it's worth exploring, you know, why did that make you feel that way? It, it, it does, it, to me, it intrigues me. Yeah. And, but also give yourself that credit. If, if this person's giving you that compliment yeah. or saying this nice thing about you, I hope that you do. I hope that it made you emotional because you were giving yourself that credit and realizing, oh, wait, this person just like said this really nice thing solidified that like you're beautiful yeah and this is something that's second nature to you like that you didn't think twice about helping in that way and then you got thanks for it and it made you emotional so like you sound like a great person <laughs> like give yourself that credit that you're very caring and helpful yeah <laughs> there's not a lot of people out there like that in this world like are, are you just like these days too that will just do things out of the kindness of their heart as well mm -hmm. so that's really important and you probably just made that person very appreciative and that could have been like that kind gesture on top of what you were already like physical attributes too yeah physical <laughs> attributes too probably just made them see what a just like a wonderful person you were and I think that shows that beauty also isn't just skin deep like it right it's so much more than that too yeah. at least in my opinion with how that because uh, you obviously created some positive experience for them and then your physical attributes just happen to be a plus on top of that yeah. but I mean it's wonderful that they were able to pay you that too and I think it's to Bree's point from earlier I think it's really important to let people know that and I hope it kind of inspires that in you as well mm -hmm. I think it's kind of who you are naturally. And I think a part of what kind of makes you gorgeous is that kind heart of yours from what it sounds like. Yeah. And I think the best way for people to keep seeing that is being the person that you are. Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be really great too. Maybe it could be like a domino effect of, you know, make it a point to spread that same kindness that that person paved to your, paid towards you, pay it forward. Yeah. Pay it forward. And something like this, is definitely it's not easy to do but uh pay it to yourself too very good because that's probably the hardest thing yeah actually like snaps pretty <laughs> hell yeah bitch i really liked that <laughs> it's so uncomfortable and it's sad that this is the reality but i know that i i'm 100 percent in this boat too it is so uncomfortable to like compliment yourself it really is oh my and god to say good things or nice things about yourself it is. It's. And, and that's why it like makes me thankful to live with people that are like, if I'm not going to say it, they will kind of thing. And <laughs> yeah. they're like literally like putting your face in the mirror and be like, look at you. <laughs> Fucking pretty. Jesus. 
we've said it on here before. Abby is my Chris Jenner. Like she, we're doing amazing, like sweetie. <laughs> and I appreciate the fuck out of her for that. Like I just maybe that I'm just around it so much more since we live together that I'm like. <laughs> Stop. She really likes me, huh? <laughs> but I mean, that's just like one of the things, and it's—I mean, it's made me see a lot of things in myself, and I think Brie can say the same thing too. That like mm-hmm. the way we've treated each other, and really kind of, we really do put our—I mean, like I can speak for Brie, and Brie can speak for me. Like that, if we're say, like if we see something in the other, we'll automatically call it out, like compliment. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh my God, you look so pretty today. Or like that outfit's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just randomly be like, your style's been so great lately. Da, 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 da. Just yeah. like these little things, like our like house especially, which is why I think it's like such a wonderful environment, is that we really true, like truly do embody the like, if we see it, we're going to say it. Or if yeah. we feel it. See something, say something. <laughs> see something, say something in positive ways too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah like there really is just just like a complete stranger like and, and I, I like it makes me feel good too i like knowing that like i might have made somebody's day yeah if i like i was at i was getting lunch i was at chipotle <laughs> and the girl ringing me up i was obsessed with whatever color she had on her lips and this is something i love about girls is that when we pay each other compliments we immediately whoever just got the compliment I think maybe this is us deflecting, but it's a positive thing still because she was like, oh my God. And she like reached in her pocket and like showed me what it was and told me what it was. She was like, oh, I got it here. I just gotta- no, I think that's just girls looking like, out for girls there. I love She's that. a girl's girl. <laughs> yeah. That's just all it is. It's so rarely that we're just like, oh, thank you. No, she's just trying to tell you, no, bitch, let me hook you up too. I'm like, no. oh my God, I got it at Target. She's for the, no, she's just for the girlies. Yeah. And I love that. Like, those are my favorite interactions. They're the best. And I really hope you get more of them. And I hope that it just, maybe you just are that bitch. Sorry. You are, obviously. Maybe that's all it is, huh? <laughs> but yeah, we we all need to work on taking the compliments. I know I do. Um, and then also giving yourself some, like we said. I mean, do maybe do a 50-50, girl. Like, yeah. give them just as much as you receive them. I don't <laughs> one know. One for you, one for me. <laughs> okay, now say something nice about me. <laughs> say it back. I think I did that to Devin once. <laughs> I think I complimented her, and she, like, just said thank you to me. And I was a pause, and I was like, say something nice about me? <laughs> just, like, waiting. <laughs> like, hands on my knees. I'm like... Let yourself feel these emotions. Um, don't feel weird about it. Uh, when you're ready... If you're ready, have more of that conversation with somebody that you trust. And I hope that you do have somebody. If you don't, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We will happily be that person for you. And it doesn't have to be on an episode like we said last time. We can have that conversation off the books. (laughs) Those are, yeah, honestly, (laughs) if you don't have that support system, because I mean, I don't think I didn't catch no we I caught where you said that you didn't want to talk about it with your partner for various reasons about the experience Mm -hmm. and you know I was a little bummed to kind of see that part because it was such a really positive story I feel like yeah um up until I saw that because I, I I do also feel like that you know obviously like we said that drew some sort of emotion out of you good bad you know whether you need to reflect on it deeper it brought something out of you and obviously enough to where you wanted to discuss it right and bring some sort of light to it and I was a little bummed to know that you probably didn't have like 
the best outlet to talk to your partner with. So if you feel like you can't, you know where to find us. Right. Um, I'd be more than happy to listen to those experiences. And if you want my my two cents or my celebration, uh, whatever you want from us. I mean... Whatever you want from me. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> but you know we're going to hype you up, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're here for that. <laughs> or, I mean, whatever you need. Yeah. Whatever you need, baby girl. An unbiased opinion. If you just need somebody to talk to, a little girlfriend... <laughs> We're your girls. We're yeah. girls, girls. <laughs> and for everybody, really. We are for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the gals. Yeah. You're just you're just one of our girls mm-hmm. when we're having that conversation. Exactly. No so who you are. Come find us. We'll hype you up. We'll help you out. Email us, rentfeverroommates at gmail.com. We're here for you, babes. <laughs>
She texted me at the end of December asking what my birthday plans were, as our dates are just two days apart, and last year she surprised me with a two-week visit, and I haven't texted her back. I know I sound like a terrible friend, but there's a few factors at play that lead to such a long wait. My phone was broken for a while, so I didn't know about the message until January. But to be honest, my stomach dropped when I did read it. First time she stayed, we spent a weekend in town at my sister's apartment because I don't live near anything particularly fun, and she's a big drinker slash clubber. We went with my boyfriend, Jay, who she'd met for the first time, and things were cool. The next week, we stayed mostly at my boyfriend's, drinking, playing games, and watching a new show together, and this is where things went downhill. She was fine with Jay the first week. They got along all weekend, and then C started acting weird, talking about other boys and actively trying to get me to agree on their hotness, while my boyfriend of two years then, three this year, was in the room beside me. Of course, I answered with something along the lines of, no, I prefer Jay, but I was met with, no, but he's so hot, look at him. Another line from C, come back to X country with me. I can set you up with some fit guys. Again, this is while Jay is in the room. You can imagine how gut-wrenchingly awkward of a position that put me in. And after she left at the end of the week, Jay and I had a long talk about it. He just couldn't understand why she went from being friendly with him at the weekend to so subtly cruel. I couldn't either, but I've always tried to rationalize it with the fact she had a very unhealthy relationship when we were in high school, at the same time her parents separated, and hasn't seriously dated anyone since, so she doesn't know how to accept loving relationships in a way. The next time she visited was in August, when she stayed for a week, which I'm still paying my sister back the money for, which leads to just another reason I don't want her to visit. I just can't afford it. My parents will have just returned that same week from a month-long holiday, which they're on right now, and two weeks later, my mom will be in surgery and on a long road to recovery, so borrowing more money from more family isn't an option. My depression, anxiety, and unmedicated ADHD make my own life and mental state always so hectic, and I just can't think of anything worse than balancing that atmosphere between myself, C, and J, just so that there's no arguments or awkwardness. And I feel like I can't bring it up to her because she won't understand the wedge she puts into my relationship. And also, it's just been too long. I want to text her soon, tell her it's really not a good time, but I mean, if this is how it is... Is it ever going to change in the future? I love my friend, but admittedly, we don't talk often. And again, ADHD makes me forget to maintain friendships, especially ones further away. Sorry if this is just one big rambling mess, girls. I'm just a little lost in my own head and would love your take. You guys have a great friendship. (laughs) Also, I put salt on my pizza last night and holy shit, it changed my life. (laughs) Talk about that ADHD girl. (laughs) Hope you're both staying well. Summer dress roomie. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Oh my God, I love you. (laughs) 
I'm so happy to hear from you. <laughs> Just first and foremost, it's great to I hear know, from you. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> I just want to say that I think you're totally in the right. I couldn't help but think that from the very beginning. The more I started to learn, the more I was like, girl, you have nothing to be sorry for at all. You are going through it. And I mean, it sounds like you're just that type of person where, of course, you're going to think of the other individual. But like you have no reason to here. (laughs) You just I mean, just in general, like even if you wanted her to come, I don't even think it's the good like a good time in your life. Yeah. Like that. It's just not not happening, babe. Right. That's just all it is. But like just the cherry on top of it is unfortunately, as much as we can love people, though, we can't heal them and we can't make them be ready to be something before they're ready and that's just where your friend is at at the moment and because i'm just mm-hmm. gonna kind of call it how i see it in that moment yeah. it's like yes we love her and we can totally appreciate the memories and the past that we have with people but point blank if somebody is not growing anymore or like trying to actively work on themselves and you kind of see that being projected onto you as a result i think it's totally fair to reevaluate how much time you spend with that person and how much of yourself you continue to give to them just because at a certain point in your life you really do begin to realize that who you kind of surround yourself with plays a huge part in your energy absolutely and your energy shifts like people definitely can drain us because they require a little bit more work and effort whereas like yes of course friends friendship and any type of relationship it's not always going to be like a walk in the park but I also don't feel like relationships should like drain you to an extent no absolutely not and you moved away and you like that is huge and changes a person you grow so much when you take yourself out of your comfort zone when you take yourself out of your little bubble that you grew up in and now you're forced out of your comfort zone and forced to do things on your own make decisions on your own pay for everything on your own and you just naturally you just grow as a person and this happens i think very 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 often where as if you're growing and you have a friend that stayed back home they're just they just don't have as many opportunities to grow in the same way that you did and sometimes that doesn't have any effect on a friendship but in this way it is it's one and you are far from alone in this this happens all the time where you are growing and your friend is just kind of staying back you Gabby was kind of she was touching on this a little bit that just because you're you've been friends for so long time doesn't mean that you have to bend over backwards for anybody or change anything about your own life that you've created for yourself for them and she's been she acted very selfishly even just coming and surprising you that's not cool i really act i think that's really a huge form of disrespect yeah because you're basically telling that person i don't really care what you have going on or might have going on i'm here so that means that like i'm prior i just don't like that right it's just like there's such a lack of consideration in that and it's like you're kind of now asking this person on the fly to make accommodations for you because I'm assuming she's going, if you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to want to glad. <laughs> so she's going to want to stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not like, it's just people can surprise each other. Like surprise visits are great. But when that happens in a good so- situation, when it's a good surprise and not selfish on the person 
doing the surprise. It's it was done in an adult way where they set it up with people around you where they know your schedule. They're making accommodations for yourself and they're just nearby now. And now you have more of an opportunity to hang out or maybe they really set stuff up with people around you and they were like, Oh, they're free on this day. Come here. We can all hang out. Then we can do a party or like just so that there's some help. So it's not like they just showed up on your doorstep and now you have to take care of them. That and I just want to preface did she tell us how long she wanted to stay this time? Because last time it was two weeks, and that's a long time to entertain somebody. A long time. That is a really long time, and that's a big ask, especially to just drop that on somebody last minute. Right. I would be pissed as fuck. Just even a weekend gets expensive if you have somebody staying with you. Yeah. Because then you're like going out to eat all the time and doing all these extra activities that you it's it's necessarily budget for. It's actually it's rude as fuck. Yeah. It's very selfish on her part. I don't mean to be so blunt, but, like, honestly, I'm just, like, as a friend, I just wouldn't do that to somebody. And as an example, my one of my best friends, who I've been friends with, actually, since like, a very similar story to you, but her and I are still, like, we're good friends still. Not that you two aren't. I don't want to dig a hole here. But she lives in New York. I live in Chicago and we've been friends since we were in middle school and I mean we don't talk every day either but like we're still very close we just went on a trip together last summer to make it work and she was actually trying to plan a visit to come to Chicago because she still has family out here and I'm obviously out here and you know a friendship when consideration is you know very much a part of it is she asked me what weekends will I be free the most like Mm -hmm. what would what is looking best for me so that one we can make sure that each other is a priority and two that like I'm not having to drop everything and nor is she like if she has family engagements it's just consideration for each other's time which you're not getting here (laughs) I'm also laughing at the idea. Oh, I thought she was laughing at me. I was supposed to be like, what's funny? No, of her just showing up, especially because you said it was like for your birthday. So she literally showed up and was like, I'm your present, bitch. Oh my God. I hope she brought something. (laughs) Happy birthday. It's me. I would have been like, turn around because I like, where's the gift? (laughs) Just kidding. But I, I, and like the thing is, is it really is anxiety inducing when you have somebody who you didn't invite, you're not very close with. The last time you were with them, it wasn't that great of an experience. So like, holy shit, I can only imagine what you must be feeling right now. But I think it's in your best interest to work up the courage somewhere to let her know that this can't happen and kind of deal with the blowout. I think the benefit, like you'll see more pros than you see cons here. I think you'll feel so much better. There was no consideration in her just showing up. And she continued that through the weekend being like saying things out of pocket around your boyfriend and like in regards to your boyfriend. And then, and then kind of guilting you probably knowing who you are as a friend and kind of playing that guilt card or trying to at least and being like, come back home, like come, just come back here. I'll set you up with a guy. It's it obviously she's needing something, but that's not your responsibility. She's needing the attention or needing to have somebody back home or just like maybe is missing like going out, missing having another single friend again, possibly. Um, but that's not your responsibility and it's not it's not very adult of her to like 
just I don't know throw low blows at your boyfriend like passively yeah. to that was kind of like, wild I, I, yeah that would never even cross my mind even if we were like like me and your boyfriend are good friends and I'm like making like that's not even a joke I would make no that's it's not funny I just and wouldn't it's do not that fun. to anybody <laughs> Yeah, I just wouldn't do that to anybody because it's rude as fuck, and it's like I think it's funny because it's the complete opposite of what the last story was. Yeah, <laughs> when you think about it, because it's like, oh yeah, just be kind, and this person's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> this person's like, this dude sucks. Oh, hey, Brad, <laughs> did you know you suck? This is literally what you they- just met him, <laughs> right, girl? How you haven't even spent enough time with What's him? What's his to last form name? <laughs> Do you even know his birthday? Jeez. <laughs> but no. And, I, you know, unfortunately, they're just kind of showing. One, to Bree's point, yeah, they're not acting like a friend. And I especially don't like when people aren't in good places in their life and they, like, really project that negativity yes. on people. Because I'm just like, you know, I love you. Why are you doing that to me? But no, when they project their unhappiness onto me and kind of, like, make it my problem, because it's soul sucking and that's you know it's not I love you but that's not my fault and you know I can be here for you but if that's how you're gonna treat me that's just not cool because I mean at a certain point too like you also have to respect yourself and you know what are you willing to put up with because like you know they're not being a good friend right now and it sucks to have to call somebody on that but I also you know we've said it in the past you know just because blood you know, doesn't mean they're family. Just because you've known them a long time doesn't mean you can't take a break from somebody or put pause in it. You know, I've had relationships that at a certain point were no longer benefiting me and I had to really reevaluate that and see if it was something I should continue on because similar to you, I would leave interactions just drained by how they would make me feel. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, gave it a while. The love didn't go away. You know, just because I'm not speaking to you doesn't mean I wish you ill. You can do that with people. You can step away and be like, I wish you the best, but it's just not me and you right now. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, you know, I want bad things for you. But we eventually came back to each other and we're in a much better place. We're not like where we used to be friendship wise. I don't think we ever will be, nor do I think we should. To be honest with you, I just don't think that's where either of us are at anymore. But those are just chapters, too. And it's just the part of growing up. And that's just kind of how it happens. But to my point, you can grow apart from people if you're no longer providing each other with what a healthy relationship looks like. And but you can still do that and respect them and love them and wish them the best. Absolutely. Yeah, I second everything she just said. Friendships are something you can grow out of. You can not, one of the worst parts of growing up is that not everybody is meant to be in your life forever. Just because you made them as a friend younger doesn't mean they're going to stick around forever. And that's, it's a two-way street. If you want that relationship to continue, you can put effort into that. But if you're not getting that same effort reciprocated and if you're not receiving the same respect you're giving somebody, then that's not the kind of relationship you should keep around a good relationship is somebody who's gonna grow with you and everybody grows at their own time so that's like why what abby was saying where abby set those boundaries in those friendships and let and spoke her piece and those were not easy conversations to have and they might get defensive at first 
But hopefully, if it's somebody who's meant to stay in your life and meant it's a friendship that's meant to last, they'll piece it together in their own time. And if they want to come back, they can come back. That's also still just just them coming back in your life doesn't mean that they're meant to come back and stay because that's another part to it is if somebody comes back in your life, if you've kind of made space with a friend and they do come back in your life, it, there's a still a conversation to be had. Is is this person just trying to start up what it, where it kind of sounds like your friend is doing right now? She's just kind of trying to start where you left off and hasn't really grown or isn't like adding anything to the new friendship or just who you, new people that you are, that you've grown into. And especially if you've had tough conversations in the past, you've spoken your piece, you've let them know how they've made you feel or just what your situation is and what you can handle and what you, whatever it is that you want the friendship to be. If they come back and it doesn't sound like they listened to a single damn thing you said, then they haven't learned. They haven't grown and it's not it's still not worth letting that person back in. You have to you have to hear some growth from them for it to be worth letting them back into your life. If oh, yeah. you know, if you do take space cuz nothing is forever, which also no. means that ending something or space, taking space from somebody doesn't have to be forever either. I agree. And I really liked your point and the way you've been wording it of space. Because how on earth could you get mad at somebody and tell them that they're wrong for telling you what they have the space for and the capacity to handle? Right. And I kind of think that's how you should word it since it seems like, you know, you're not quite ready to probably lay it on as thick as Brie and I have. But, you know, we also don't have the history that you do. So it's easier for us to kind of, you know, make these comments. So if I had to offer up any advice on how I think maybe you should approach the situation is I would definitely use Brie's words of space and what you have the availability for at this moment. You don't have the space in your life with all of the family issues you have going on and health concerns. Along with that comes financial concerns. So that in itself would stress anybody out. But, you know, you also don't have the space to do this last minute. And you don't necessarily have the space to be dealing with somebody who maybe isn't in the most healthy, positive mindset. And that's not really something you can take on at the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. But, I mean, obviously address that your phone's been broken too. Yeah. <laughs> um, first and foremost, just because, you know, you said it's been a while since you answered the text. But I, I mean, yeah, definitely start with that. But let them know that it's just not the best time for X, Y and Z. And then I think if you feel comfortable, I mean, maybe, maybe see how it goes just letting them know that, you know, it's just not a good time for you. Because I'm kind of maybe also thinking that the kind of talk about your current relationship and its status could come at a later time just because I feel like that's a lot of negativity to drop at once for somebody that you know you're already concerned about talking with mm -hmm. um so I mean it might be good especially if you're feeling anxious I mean however you want to approach it um either in two conversations or all at once but a conversation definitely needs to be had and like Abby said start with your friendship together and this is gonna sound like cheesy like old-fashioned like therapist stuff but I've been I've been trying to do it more in conversation and it's like it's stuck around for a reason leading with like I feel because then 
it gives people, it gives the other person less of a opportunity to say that they're being attacked or to hopefully that they're they're not feeling attacked. Because if somebody's feeling attacked by the way you're feeling, that's not. Oh yeah, that's a them thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's like well, I'm feeling this way because of something you did. Yeah, you're something, an action you did made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. And like I said before whether or not that was your intention, this is still the reality of the situation. That's how it made me feel. I'm just letting you know that. So yeah. do with that what you will. You know, it's it's just advocating for yourself and yeah. just voicing your feelings. Yes. Which I, is hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can do this. You've done hard things. You know, yeah. you moved to a different country. You created a new life. You're persevering through family issues. This is just another thing that's proving to you how strong of a person you are. And you've got this. Yeah. Advocate for yourself. Go after relationships where you feel respected and lift you up and bring some energy to you in a positive way. Okay. Because life is short and you need people that are going to bring and add value to your life not that this person can't do that at another point in time but it's just not happening at the moment and that's an issue Mm -hmm. but it's not your issue right I mean if everybody no conversations would ever be had if we were always worried about how it was going to make the other person feel too know that like we are practicing what we're preaching to and so we can say from experience that although those were tough conversations to have they I, I mean, I'm glad I had them. I don't regret yeah. them at all. Know your worth and know what you, the kind of friendship you deserve in return. Come on, Sundress. <laughs> Make us proud. No, yeah. just kidding. You already do, babe. Yeah. Put on one of those dresses. Feel so good about yourself. Put the fucking dress on <laughs> and text your friend. <laughs> we believe in you. We know you can do it. And I think you'll be surprised with how much better you feel or just even breathing a little bit more mm-hmm. after and you if have you this yeah literally send us an email after you do it like you know when you send a risky text and you're like i need to tell somebody yeah. literally just like send us a fucking email and be like i d- i did it <laughs> and like let us know how you're feeling because i bet it'll feel good mm-hmm. to get it all out after that and you know if there's one thing that we can be for you it's a safe place yeah so you don't have to worry about that here (laughs) same with anybody else listening (laughs) same goes for you yeah you know we've got plenty of love to give Mm -hmm. i'm small but these arms are big (laughs) i give really good hugs guys she does she does point blank we're here for you we love your roomies and sundress roomie we believe in you we do thank you so much for writing us again loved hearing from you again anybody else can also write to us and we will be so excited to hear from you too yeah (laughs) this excitement is rated e for everyone (laughs) so email us babes and then keep in touch because we love obviously we get really excited to hear back from you guys (laughs) yeah or it is genuine no but it really is honestly but if you have anything that you want us to talk about if you whether it's a story or a question anything like this like we said the the first time we heard from summer dress roomie it was she was just sharing some good news with us positive vibes and then she wrote to us for some advice and we love being here for you guys so let us know 
email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on our social media. We are Rent Free Roommates everywhere except Twitter. <laughs> you can probably hear Abby <laughs> no, mouthing can't. along with me. <laughs> no, but you can't. Um, I'm mocking her. Well, just because I'm really good at it, but keep going, babe. Let them know you didn't finish. We are Rent Free Roomies on Twitter. <laughs> and please, 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 please rate comment review subscribe it helps us out we want you guys to stick around and that is the best way to know when we have a new episode <laughs> no we've been so consistent come on bitch we're give us credit stop we're doing much better so follow us because you love us and you just like the content that we post because we post regularly <laughs> come on girl Hype us up. We got this. <laughs> we are here for you guys. Thank you so much for sharing with us, trusting us with your stories, and I hope that we did you proud. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I really do. But come on back. Come Whoa. on back now. You hear? <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.